friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome to another week of the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for being here this week as we head into the last few weeks of 2020. Now with Christmas just around the corner, I don't know about you, but I am a last minute shopper. So I'm still marking things off of my shopping list and my to-do list. Now I know a lot of you already have those done because you are not procrastinators like myself And you probably already have them wrapped in under the tree, but I am still looking for some of those last minute perfect gifts. If you are looking to maybe give a little this Christmas, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a review. It's the perfect Christmas gift for the Girl Means Business podcast. All you have to do is go to iTunes, even if that's not where you're listening to this podcast right now head down to the bottom of the show page and leave a quick review. Let me know what you think of this episode or any of the episodes you listen to or the show as a whole. It is the perfect way to let me know what you're loving, what you want to see more of or less of, and any ideas you have for future episodes. It also allows other people to know what the show's about and hopefully get them to become subscribers as well. Again, that is the perfect gift for the Girl Means Business podcast this holiday season, and I would so greatly appreciate it. And while I'm at it, I have another question for you. Are we friends, like for real friends? I would love for us to be friends on social media. Are you following the Girl Means Business page on Instagram? Because if you're not, I would love for you to be. Head over to instagram.com slash girl means business. Click the follow button for all kinds of business tips fun behind the scenes stories, lots of reels, and new episode launches every single Wednesday. Okay, so speaking of episode launches, this week we are talking all about podcasting. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes into how I got into starting this podcast and some step-by-step guides for how you can start a podcast of your own today if you wanted to, really. It doesn't take a whole lot, so anyone can do it. Let's start by looking at the why behind why you should start a podcast. How is it going to benefit your business? Should you choose a podcast versus a blog? Now, for me, it was an easy choice because blogging was not something that came naturally to me. I'm not a natural writer. I don't sit down and have words flowing from me onto a paper. However, I do enjoy talking. I process things by talking them through. So talking is a natural part of how I share information, how I process information, and it's just sort of therapy for me to get things out through conversation. I didn't have that same connection to blogging. Now, I know there are a lot of people who enjoy writing, they enjoy blogging, they enjoy journaling, they enjoy all those things. If that is you, then you might be better suited for a blog. If you are someone like me who prefers to have conversations or you feel like that maybe blogging just isn't a good fit for you, then a podcast might be a really great option for you to grow your business. As of December, 2020, there are currently over 1 million podcasts. Now that might sound intimidating. It might seem like, oh my gosh, there's 1 million podcasts. Where am I going to find my place? 
But when you compare that to the fact that there are over 600 million blogs, podcasting doesn't seem so overwhelming and intimidating any longer. Now, I come from the era of blogging being huge. When I first started my photography business, and even before that, blogs were all the craze. Everyone had a blog. And everyone was saying, you have to blog to grow your business. And while I do still believe in the power of blogging and SEO that comes from it, and the power of having all of that content on your website or out on the internet, you can do those same things with a podcast. And we'll get all into that later on in this episode. But if you're asking yourself, should I have a blog? Should I have a YouTube channel? Should I have a podcast? What could be my core content that I put out on a regular basis? I want you to really look at yourself, your brand, and ask yourself, what are you going to feel comfortable committing to on a regular basis? If you feel more comfortable sitting down in front of your laptop and writing out content every week or every month, then that's blogging is going to be for you. If you absolutely love being on camera or creating fun videos and you are really into all the video editing and TikTok and YouTube and all those things, then video content might be perfect for you. But if you are someone who loves to have conversations, loves to connect with people on a conversational level, if you love talking to other people and interviewing other people, then podcasting might be a great option for you. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I think a podcast might be for me, then you're in the right place because today I'm going to walk you through the steps behind how I started my podcast, things I would have done differently today, and some tips for you along the way. So if you're ready to dive into podcasting, or maybe you're just kind of playing around with the idea of maybe one day creating a podcast, I encourage you to listen to the rest of this episode because there's going to be some really helpful information in here. And you can always come back to it and re-listen to it when you are ready to go 100% in. All right, so let's break down the steps of how to get started with podcasting. And step one, we've already kind of covered, which is know your why. Why do you want to start a podcast? If you're just doing it because it's what everybody else is doing, that's not always the best reason, the best purpose behind it. But if you're creating a podcast because you really feel like you have something to say, or you have information to share, or you feel like you have, you bring something new and interesting to the podcasting world, that's a great reason why. If you're doing it because this feels natural to you, it feels comfortable, it sounds exciting and fun, that's a great reason why. But before you jump into starting a podcast, and really this is good advice for starting any new project is really understand the why behind why you want to do it. You have to make sure that you are going to be excited about this a year or two years or five years into it instead of just, oh, this sounds really exciting now, but then six weeks in, you're like, this is not really what I want to do. So make sure you have a really good why. And again, I'm a big believer in putting things down on paper or on your computer I've got notebooks full of things where I jot down ideas. And so I would say grab a notebook and start putting down like all the reasons why you think starting a podcast would be great for your business. Now, number two is to have a plan, create a plan for your podcast. So once you've decided that this is what I want to do and this is why I want to do it, and I think it's a really great fit for my audience, it's going to help me to bring in new people into my tribe. It's going to introduce people to 
really amazing concepts and ideas and topics and interviews and guests and things like that, then I want you to start planning out the details of your podcast. These details are going to include things like the name of your podcast. You want your name to be something that is catchy and fun, but also lets people know what your podcast is about. Because a lot of times, as much as we hate to say it, people judge a book by its cover. And if your podcast name doesn't really tell people what it's about, they're probably going to skim right over it. So choosing a name that makes sense and fits with your topic, which is the next thing you need to figure out, what topic are you going to be discussing? Now, your topic can change a little over time, but you need to have a pretty general idea of what it is you're going to be talking about. So for example, if you're going to create a podcast around wedding planning, then you need to make sure that you are specific to, are you doing wedding planning for people on a budget? Are you doing wedding planning for people in a specific area? Are you doing wedding planning for people who want to go on destination weddings? What are what specifically are you talking to? And if it's all of the above and you want to incorporate it all in there, that's great. You need to make sure that you are able to create a description that tells people what your podcast is about. So you'll have your name, you'll have your topic, and you're going to have a little description that lets you know if someone comes across your podcast and they want to go, what's this about? Then they have a very concise little paragraph that tells them this is what this podcast is going to be about. And again, it can deviate, it can vary, it can grow, and it can change over time. But you need to have a pretty basic idea in the beginning of what your topic is and who you're speaking to. Now, the next thing is the format. So the format of your podcast, is it going to be you talking to your audience solo? Are you going to have a co-host? Are you going to have guest interviews and speakers? Are you going to have certain segments? How do you want your podcast to be laid out? One of the things I did when I was thinking about my podcast is I went and listened to a bunch of other podcasts that were in my same genre, not in my genre at all, just kind of a variety. And I made a list of things that I really liked and things that I didn't like. So a perfect example was I really could not stand these super long intros, like two minute long intros, and they were the same in every single episode. So by the third or fourth episode in, I found myself kind of fast forwarding through them. And you don't want people fast forwarding through your episodes. So that was one of the things I made sure that my intro was going to be short and to the point. On the flip side, one of the things that I did find that I liked was the length of time of my podcast. I liked episodes that were somewhere in the 30 to 60 minute range. Anything that was a lot shorter than that, I felt like didn't give me enough value. Too much longer than that. Certain episodes, I didn't mind being longer. But for the most part, 30 minutes to 60 minutes was kind of that time frame I aimed to keep my episodes in. Now, obviously, I've had some that have gone longer. I've had some that have been shorter. But I knew going into it that my goal was half an hour to an hour long episodes that were full of really useful, beneficial content. So the next thing you think about is your cover art. So similar to what I said with your title, it needs to catch the listener's attention. We all judge books by their cover, unfortunately, especially when it's on iTunes or Audible or any of those downloadable digital places. And so you want to create your cover art that is going to match your brand and also appeal to the audience you're looking to get to your podcast. 
So I would suggest, again, kind of like the idea of going and finding what you like and don't like about episodes. Do the same with the cover art. Go and look through several different cover arts in your genre or other genres and start to look for things that jump out at you. Like, are there certain cover art images that make you interested in what their episodes or their podcast is about? Are there some that turn you off? Um, Are there some trends that you notice that everybody's doing that maybe you want to steer clear of? These are the kinds of things that you want to think about when it comes to your your cover art. So you obviously you want your cover art, the colors and the fonts to match your brand. Do you decide, do you want to put your picture on the cover art? Do you not want to have your photo on it? Um, You know, all these things. Do you want it to be bright and bold? Do you want it to be more neutral? So kind of going into the mindset of sort of branding your podcast the way you would brand your business. And then the last thing for the planning is your intro, outro, and your music. So again, this is the idea of your intro is going to be that little snippet at the beginning that lets people know this is your podcast. I like to have something at the exit, the end of the episodes that reminds them like this is, you know, where you can find me. This is kind of a wrapping up. This is the end of the episode. I like to have music at the beginning at the end as well. You can get really great intros. You can go on Fiverr. There's tons of different places if you want somebody else to do your intro for you, like voiceover type intros. I personally like having my voice just because it's a personal podcast. I want you to feel like that you're just sitting down with a really good friend. So kind of figure out what is the feel and the vibe of your podcast and then decide how you want to handle your intro, your outro. And then the music can needs to match that feeling as well. So if you are going to have a fun, funny, upbeat podcast, then you want to have music that matches it. If you're more serious or you're more calm or you're doing a podcast about yoga, you might want to have a different type of music, something a little more relaxing and a little more calm and and serious. So you can go to places like Premium Beat, you can go to uh, Soundstripe, and you can purchase the rights to different songs, you can download them and use them in your uh, intro and your outro. Okay, so that's the planning part, your why, all the details behind how your podcast is going to look, Uh, what the title is going to be, who you're attracting, how it's going to sound, all those things. Moving on to step three, which is getting into more of the technical side of podcasting, and that is your equipment. Now, I'm going to say to invest in equipment, but when I say invest, I'm using that word loosely because you don't need a lot of fancy equipment to create a podcast. In fact, just the other day, I was listening to a really well-known podcast. It has two co-hosts. I'm not going to say the name of it. But they are recording remotely because of COVID currently. And to be perfectly honest, their audio was not ideal. It was not, it was fine, but you could tell they were recording at home. You could hear dogs barking in the background. The sound would kind of cut in a little bit, you know, in and out. It was kind of echoey at times. And it just reminded me, I mean, this this is a podcast that gets millions of downloads each week, I, I assume. And it's always in like one of the top, you know, five of its category. And they were recording in the, with the tools that they had available to them. So that was just a reminder to me that in order to create a podcast, it does not have to be done in a sound booth with amazing equipment and all of this expensive things. You just need a microphone, a way to record your audio and something to edit it on. So again, for me in the beginning, that was my iPhone and GarageBand, which came free on my iMac computer. 
Now, I still use GarageBand today. That's what I'm recording on currently, but I have upgraded my microphone. I'm no longer recording on my iPhone. I have a microphone I bought off of Amazon with a pop filter, so I don't have a lot of the ambient noise coming in. And honestly, my setup is I have my laptop in my office on my desk with my microphone attached to it. I've got headphones in, so I don't have echo on the audio. And then I put a pillow behind my microphone to keep the echo from the wall in front of me bouncing off and reverberating into the microphone. It's not pretty. It's not glamorous, but it works. I know a lot of people who record in their closet because the clothes kind of help create like a sound barrier, um, similar to like what a recording studio would have. I've seen some that put microphones into a little box with that um, foam lining inside of it to keep it from echoing. So honestly, there is no right or wrong equipment to create a podcast. You just have to find what works for you. If you don't want to invest a lot of money, you can get microphones on Amazon for $20 or less. You know, if you can get down GarageBand on your computer or any other software that comes on your, um, I don't don't use Mac, so I don't know what else comes on a non-Mac PC, but there's tons of ways you can do it for really inexpensively. So don't feel like you have to have this high-end equipment. In fact, if you go and follow some podcasters, I guarantee you a lot of them are not in fancy recording studios. They are in their home office. They are in a closet. They are in a car. They are wherever they can find a quiet space to record their episodes. And that's all it takes. It does not require a whole lot to have what you need to get your podcast started. Which leads us into step number four, which is actually recording your first episode. As I mentioned earlier, I listened to a ton of podcasts, so I already had a pretty good idea of what I liked and didn't like about different episodes. And one thing in particular I had written in my notes under the do not like column was the fact that some podcasters seem to be reading a script. You could almost hear in their episode that they had written out verbatim, word for word, what they wanted to say in their episode, and they were reading it more like an audiobook than an actual podcast. And that drove me nuts because it felt disconnected. It felt robotic. I didn't feel like I was really getting to know the um, speaker. I was more just listening to a recorded you know, speech they had written. And that didn't feel like what I wanted my episodes to be like. So for me, what works is I create an outline of the episode. In fact, I have mine sitting here right beside me as I'm recording this one. And what I write down is more key points of what I want to make sure I don't forget to talk about. So if I want to make sure that I talk about, you know, where to find music for your intro, then I write that down. But the rest of it is a lot of me filling in the gaps with what I want to say. Now, when it's me recording episodes like this one by myself, I do pause a lot and go back and we'll kind of edit it as I go. If I don't like how something sounded or I stumble over my words, I can hit pause and I can go back and re-record certain parts of it. When I'm doing interviews, that's a little more conversational. And I sort of let the the nuances and the naturalness stay in. But I wanted this episode, these podcast episodes, to feel like you were sitting down talking to a friend. Now, if your podcast is going to be more technical, then that may not be the best format for your podcast. So that's fine. If you want it to be more formal, if you want it to be more like a lecture, like you would find in a college classroom or in a a workshop, then that's your format. So figure out what works for you, but plan ahead however you plan to do that so that when you get ready to sit down and record, 
your episodes, you know exactly what you want to say. You have an idea of what you're going to, topics you're going to hit or high points you want to make sure you, you touch on. So having that ready beforehand can be really helpful. The other thing that's always helpful is if you are doing all the editing on your own, let's say you're using GarageBand because that's what I'm familiar with, create a podcast template. So you can go into GarageBand, you can create different layers where you have your music in one layer, you can have your intro in one layer, you can have your main like body content in another layer and save that as a template so that each time you go into record a new episode, you're not having to reconfigure it all. It's all just pull it up and you can add in your weekly episode or your new content for that episode. So creating a template becomes really, really helpful. Again, the first time you record an episode, it might feel like it takes a while because you're not used to it. It's not natural yet. The longer you do it, the faster you get at recording episodes. Now I'm at the point where like I'm recording this one and I've maybe stopped three or four times because I stumbled over a word or my daughter came in one time, but I can pretty much get through an episode talking to you on my own in the amount of time that you hear it recorded in the episode you're listening to. Interviews will take a little bit longer, obviously, because you have two people or more multiple people having a conversation. But if I were to give you my number one piece of advice for recording podcast episodes, it would be to not overanalyze yourself because I did this a lot in the beginning. It's one of the things that, and maybe it's inevitable and we all will do it no matter what I tell you to do or not do, but I would listen back to the episode over and over again and I would nitpick every little thing about my voice, about how I phrase something, about when I stumbled over a word. And the longer I got into podcasts and the more I did it, the more I realized that, no, this is just me. It's who I am. I'm going to say, um, come sometimes I'm going to stumble over words sometimes, but I want it to feel natural. And that's just how my podcast brand is. So no matter what your style is, do not nitpick and overanalyze because you're going to be tempted to do that when it's your first few episodes, because you want them to be perfect. But you have to remind yourself, too, that your audience is going to listen to your episodes, not because they're perfect, but because of the content within the episode. So don't feel like you have to go back and redo every little piece that is not perfect. Now, if that's something you want to spend the time doing, fine, go do that. But I'm telling you right now that it will drive you crazy if you do that on every single episode. So give yourself some grace and just know that it is going to be fine the way it is and it will improve over time. So just give yourself some grace. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. 
If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Once you have your episodes recorded, you move on to step five, which is editing your episodes. Now, this can be done multiple different ways. If you are recording GarageBand, you can edit as you go if you're doing everything yourself. If you are doing interviews, then you may need to go in and kind of re-listen to it in GarageBand or your editing software and go through and kind of edit as you listen. Or if you want to hire somebody to do it for you. So I currently have a podcast editor. I send all my audio off to him and he puts it all together for me. So if I have ads or if I have an intro or an outro, or if I have certain things I want to include or have removed, they take care of it for me. Now, obviously I was not doing that from the beginning. So you have to decide in the beginning what works best for you starting out. If you want to try to do all your editing yourself, go for it. I know that I did that for a very long time. If you are in a position where you can hire somebody to do your editing for you, you really don't want to mess with the tech side of it. You want it done for you. Then I highly recommend doing that as well. You can find somebody to do your editing for you. All right. Now that you have your episodes recorded, edited, you have all the details for your podcast ready to go. It is time to officially launch your podcast. Now we're on step six. So that means that you have done a lot of pre-work to get this up and going. And it may seem like a lot, but in the beginning, before you launch your podcast, you are going to have to lay all the groundwork. And then once you launch it, it's just a matter of creating your weekly, bi-weekly, monthly content, however often you're putting it out there. So to launch a podcast, the first thing you need is to have a podcast hosting site. I use Libsyn. Um, there's Buzzsprout. I know there's Podbean is another one. There are lots of different uh, podcast hosting sites. And what a hosting site does is it allows you to upload your audio. You create all of your information within there. So you upload your audio, you give it a title, you can go in and give it a description and add links. All the things that you see when you pull up an episode are all done within your hosting site. And then you schedule your episode and it will push out to all the different hosting platforms that you have set up. So for example, if you've set up Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, you know, any of those other places where people listen to podcasts, it will automatically push your episode out to those platforms for you. So you're not having to go in and manually publish to iTunes and Google and Spotify and all those other places. You upload to your hosting site and they do the work for you. So definitely you need to set up a podcast hosting site. I'm going to link to in the show notes, the one that I use Libsyn along with several other links for this episode as well. Now, before you can have your episodes go live or your podcast go live on iTunes, you have to set up an iTunes connect account. So you'll need to do this in kind of conjunction with setting up your hosting account. You go to iTunes connect, you have to upload your cover art. Uh, You already have to have one episode quote unquote, published in order for iTunes to approve your podcast. So you're going to have to sort of already have like your number one episode. Some people will do a preview episode. So it's not a full episode. It's more like this is what this podcast is going to be about. It's like three to five minutes. So if you are not ready to publish your very first episode just yet, you can do like a coming soon or a sneak peek behind the scenes of what the podcast is going to be. 
And that can kind of be your first episode. Although I will say that when you go to launch your podcast, one of the mistakes that I made that if I could go back and do again, I would change. I would have at least two to three episodes ready to go. And here's the reason why. If you launch your podcast and you have one episode, they are going to listen to your one episode. They're going to get excited about your podcast. And then they have to wait an entire week or longer, however often you're putting them out, to listen to the next one. And people love to binge things. Netflix got us into this. We love to binge shows. We love to binge music. We love to binge podcasts. So if you can give your audience two to three episodes to start off with, it's going to get them really excited about binge listening to your episodes. And then it kind of tides them over until the next episode goes live. So while you are getting your podcast hosting up, while you're getting iTunes approval, setting up Spotify, Google Play, all those places, then you can be recording a couple episodes at the same time and have them ready to go when you launch your podcast. All right, my little bonus side note here is I would absolutely recommend having a website to match with your podcast. And here's why. Your podcast does not live on a web page on its own. It lives within your hosting site. It lives on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play. But if you want to really get people to come to your podcast using SEO and you want people to discover your podcast through Google searches, having a website where you can put out content about your podcast each week is really helpful. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. And if your brand or your business already has a website, you can add just a podcast landing page to that website. Some of the things I recommend having on that podcast um, website would be links to your episodes, uh, descriptions of your episodes. If you, depending on the hosting site you use. So with Libsyn, I get like a little player that I can embed into my website so that you don't have to go onto iTunes or Spotify to listen. You can just pull up the website and click the little player and it will play through the website. So people can listen to your podcast episodes that way. You can have your show notes on there. You can have all your links. You can have your um, opt-in. So if you want to advertise, you know, download this resource or sign up for this, you can have that on the website as well. Because when you go back to your why, why you're starting this podcast, one of those reasons should be to help grow your audience. And for me personally, that means growing my email list. So I'm constantly trying to direct people back to go sign up for this, go download this, go grab this, go, you know, get your free guide. And the reason why is because your podcast is going to be a great platform for new people discovering your brand and your business and what you can offer for them. So make sure if you have a website, you have a place on there where you can convert your visitors into followers, whether that is go follow me on social media, sign up for my email list, you know, whatever it is, whatever the case may be, you want to make sure you're giving them kind of a home base to go back to. And a website is a great place for that. All right. So to recap the steps you need to start a podcast, start with your why. Why do you want to start a podcast in the first place and how will it benefit your business? Number two is have a plan. Come up with a plan for your name, your topic, the format you want to go with, or what's your cover art going to look like, what's your music going to sound like. Number three is get all your equipment together. So like I said, you don't need a whole lot. You just need a microphone and some editing software. Number four is to record your first episode or your first couple of episodes. 
Number five is to edit those episodes. Again, you choose the editing style that's best for your business and your brand. And then number six is launch your podcast to the world and get excited and watch the downloads come rolling in. Now, another little bonus point here is when you launch your podcast, make sure you are shouting it from the rooftops because people are not going to know to go listen to your podcast unless you tell them to. So send it out in your email blast each week. Put it on your social media accounts. Tell your family and friends. Post about it in different Facebook groups. However you want to get the word out, make sure you are putting it out there and doing so on a regular basis. You want people to know and remember, hey, there's a new episode coming live today. Make sure you go listen. So putting in your Instagram stories, put it on your Instagram feed, put in your Facebook, Facebook groups, email lists, all the places. Don't be afraid to share because you are offering people something of value through your podcast. You're giving them something of value. So don't be afraid to share that. All right, guys. So that pretty much wraps up our steps for creating a podcast. I have to say it is one of the greatest decisions I've made in my business. This podcast has been such a huge blessing. I was nervous at first because the idea of creating weekly episodes just seemed a little daunting, a little overwhelming, but it no longer feels that way. It's something that I look forward to every week, getting to either talk to another expert, do interviews, or come up with topics and information that I know y'all are going to be interested in and love. And it has allowed me to connect with people I wouldn't normally connect with, not just the guests that I have on the show, but you as listeners. I love that you feel like you can reach out to me. I've gotten emails and DMs from listeners that have said, this episode was amazing. I really loved it. Or asking me questions to elaborate on something we talked about in an episode or giving me ideas for new episode topics. And those are connections and conversations I'm having with y'all that I normally probably would not have just posting on social media or putting a blog out there. So this has been a huge blessing. Not only has it helped me connect with y'all, but it's also helped to grow my audience, to grow my email list. There's so many benefits to having a podcast. So if you're on the fence, you're not sure, give it a try. Just start putting some episodes out there. Go launch it. Like I said, it does not require a large investment. And if you feel like it's not a right fit for you, that's fine. You can always pivot and do something different. But you might find that it is the best decision you've made in your business, a lot like I have. And last but not least, if you have questions, if you are thinking about starting a podcast and you need a little extra push, or maybe you're ready to start one and you just have a few extra questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can send me a DM. You can email me at girlmeansbusinesspod at gmail.com, or you can head over to the Girl Means Business Facebook group and tag me in a post. I'm more than happy to help you and answer any questions that you might have. All right, guys, good luck. Happy podcasting. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. 